Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Six Guy Rizzy to learn more. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Shallow right center, long run, but Michael gets there. Throw it back to first, may have a play. Double the ball, and maybe a triple play. It is unbelievable. Just how they drew it up. Well, if it wasn't cloudy, I would now be checking for a full moon. No question about it. We have seen it all tonight. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We're going to go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogs Me Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's been a great Trash Talk Thursday, and if you want in on the conversation, better do so by calling or texting in at 501-661-1037, getting after us in the Asher Record Live Fan Feedback, after me on Twitter at Neighbors. We'll have a giveaway for you later in this hour. We'll give you some details on that. As we know, Stone's Throw Brewery is uh, going to be having their big event this weekend. So uh, be on the lookout for those. As well as we get to some uh, other storylines and headlines and your phone calls, messages, all that uh, good stuff. But uh, I was kind of teasing a little bit in the previous segment before we took a top of the hour update of this thing uh, that Ryan Day, who's the head coach of Ohio State, uh, Big Ten media days are going on, so that's why there's a lot of headlines and stuff coming out of the Big Ten schools. And we know with Ohio State, uh, they have not done a very good job against Michigan, <laughs> which happens. In the past know, two seasons. In the past two seasons, yes. I want to clarify. They've owned Michigan for the past 20 years, but in the past two years, that's where it's been a problem. And this is according to Sports Illustrated. Ryan Day told reporters yesterday that the Big Ten should think about moving the game between Ohio State and Michigan away from the final week of the regular season. Now, when I first saw this headline, I'm like, okay, maybe there's more to it. Maybe saying, uh, you know, move it to uh, a different time, maybe still later in the season. But you know, what, like, what could he mean by that? Because it's a, it's a tradition. It's been like that forever. Well, again, according to Sports Illustrated, that uh, they said that he said that the league should think about moving the game away from the final week of the season, stating that the teams could potentially play in back-to-back weeks when the league's divisionless format begins in the 2024 season if both teams qualify for the Big Ten championship. Quote, we need to re- consider tradition, but I think it's worth a conversation when it's significant to how the season plays out in the Big Ten itself. And that could complicate things because if you potentially have a split between the two teams, now in a four-team playoff, like it is now, that's mm-hmm. not going to work. But if you get a split between those two teams every year, pretty much, then both those teams are likely to make the college football playoff. So it, it wouldn't it wouldn't hamper one of those teams in that sense if we're talking about a 12-team playoff. But the way it's set up now. It, it almost hurts both those teams to play when they play because if both those teams are undefeated, they go into that last game of the season, one of them has to lose, and it's a shame that your entire season at this point has been thrown out 
because you lose one game at the end of the season as opposed to if they did play at the beginning of the season and the the team that has a loss at the beginning of the season is not going to affect them as much. So he does have a point in a sense, but knowing that it's about to expand to 12 teams, it's really not going to make that big of a difference for them. And that's, I think, where I came in, where it's it, – it, like BCS especially. There, there were times where, and if I'm not mistaken, even in 2006, the Ohio State-Michigan game, both teams were 11-0 and going into that game. And Ohio State beat Michigan – and then Ohio State went on to play in the championship game against Florida in 2006 with Troy Smith and then ended up losing. But I remember how big of a deal that was, and they're saying, like, this is the real national championship game, you know, because you had number one versus number two. And, like, in that regard, yeah, I could see it being an issue in the old system and even, as you said, the new playoff system of only four teams. But since it is going to be 12 teams and they are going to expand to that, it's just a foregone conclusion well, I, I wouldn't. I don't understand why it would even be a thing where, yeah, it's gonna, you could have it to where they play back-to-back weeks in the Big Ten championship game. But, but what would be the problem with that? I guess is my my fear. Game planning, <laughs> yeah, I mean. of having to beat a difficult play a difficult game and beat a difficult team in back-to-back weeks because a lot of times it's probably not going to happen. But you know, as we stated, that that could benefit both teams with the playoff expansion. But there's also chances that it could happen in other cases like with the SEC for instance when they get rid of divisions which they will be doing and they're just going to take the top two teams I mean there could be times or potentially where in the final week of the season the two teams would face off against each other in the SEC like say just for instance Alabama and Auburn like if both teams are undefeated and everything and then uh, you know it's 11-0 11-0 one team wins goes on is undefeated but the other team is still the second best team in the SEC and they go on they're going to have to play each other again I, I guess I look at it as that's just a risk you're kind of kind of have to take. Like it's just part of it. And yeah, Ohio State, and Michigan has been the two teams that have dominated it. But I also who's to say that those two teams are always going to be facing that's what they off? Expect, though. <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying. Like it's an expectation. But you're adding in USC, you're at, and UCLA, which I think USC is going to have something to say with Lincoln Riley. That's another potential though. They play the last game of yeah, the season. Yeah, they play last game of the season. We've seen. Doesn't happen all the time, but we've seen teams like Wisconsin be in the Big Ten championship game. We've seen Penn State. We've seen Michigan State. I know it's been a few years since that happened, but my point is, is I would understand if every single year it was being like that. But I feel like when it goes to division lists, I like if you take a ten years uh, forecast of how many times it's going to end up being Ohio State and Michigan in the Big Ten championship game. I would be surprised if it happens more than like once or twice. Just because it's going to be such a competitive conference, I feel like it's going to be other good teams that are going to have something to say about who plays in the Big Ten Championship, not just those two teams that meet at the end of the season. And it almost makes Ryan Day look like he's not willing to take on that challenge or that he thinks you know, this is something that uh, is going to be too difficult for his team in Ohio State. And not you're not hearing from Jim Harbaugh in the same way, so nobody is thinking that, there's that thought process going on at Michigan. It's just, okay, Ohio State, they, they don't seem to be up to this challenge. I saw somebody make the joke that uh, the reason Ryan Day is wanting that to change early in your season so that way Harbaugh has to be suspended for one of the games. You know, and he's getting that four-game suspension. That, that too. Yeah, which I don't think that will happen every year, but no. still a funny thing. But, the, yeah, that's the deal. It's like I, I with my college football coaches that are highly successful that I look at, it's like you don't want ever want to run away from challenges or want to change anything, but – I, again, I feel like that's just such a weird way of looking at it of why you'd want to change that from the final week where it could happen, but there's been so many times in the history of the Big Ten Conference, especially over the past 15 years, where those haven't been the two best teams in the conference. I think, I think we just mentioned it. What, was it twice, maybe, that they've been the two best teams in the conference that could have played each other again in the Big Ten title game? But uh, I think it's just such a small issue to try to move that game. And that's I mean... I. I don't like Ohio State or Michigan, but it is one of the best rivalries in college football. You want it to have on rivalry week and be highlighted that way, the final game of the season. That's what television wants. Like, they would love to have that. Absolutely. And you're never going to please everyone. And so there are plenty of people that don't like the fact that they're on the same side right now and that only one of those teams would make the championship game. So 
when you go divisionless, that's going to solve that problem. Yeah. I mean, I would only be okay with it, or actually, I wouldn't be okay with it, but I still think like if you had like a Michigan USC you know game at the end of the year, that would be really good. You know, or Ohio State USC. But besides that, this this is the one that needs to stay at the end of the season. It's, it's that's why I reason to call it the game is because it's the game of college football and the game of all the rivalries. So it's not going to change. I think he was just saying it would be nice to consider it or have that conversation. But I think television means too much if they were wanting to keep that game. The right on, yeah, not happening, not going to happen. Uh, also, we got a, an interesting tweet. This one comes from Charles. Uh, he he tweeted at us. He says, "Guys, love the show. I know that you talked about." I know you talked about Purdue playing Arkansas yesterday, but I'm curious. Zach Eady is going to be a great player again next season, but who would you say is the greatest player that Arkansas has ever faced in college basketball? Michael Jordan. Yeah, I think that's an easy no. one. <laughs> um, he, he wasn't the same type of college player that he became right. as an NBA player, but... I mean, he is one of the all-time greats. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, of course, playing him in Pine Bluff and one as an iconic game. Uh, was it, it was Charles Ballantyne that hit the game winner, right? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, if you're talking about, I and mean, I know you didn't say this, but if you're talking about Charles at Bud Walton Arena, if you want to just use it that way, or in Fayetteville, I mean, they've they played some really, really great players. Um, just the ones that popped into my mind recently. I remember when they played Blake Griffin there in, uh, in Bud Walton. That was uh, He was a really good player, and... Uh, was was drafted really high. He's number one overall, right? If, yeah. If it was Mike Griffin, yeah. So I think him. Hakeem uh, Olajuwon, if we want to yeah. look at all time. Yep. Hakeem Olajuwon's definitely there. Uh, Larry Johnson, I know he was great in college for sure, uh, playing in Barnhill uh, during that stretch. Kentucky's had quite a few. Uh, Anthony Davis, I don't think they played in Bud Wall Marina, though. I think they played at Kentucky his one year, but he was still really good. Um, I'm sure there's some other ones I'm missing. Shaq, how about Shaq? Yeah. <laughs> now, he oh, was yeah. A, he was a good player too. So yeah, they've had quite a few, quite a few players that have uh, been there in the mix and have, have played up. But that's kind of the cool thing where some of these players you knew how great they were in college and that they ended up being great in the pros. And then there's some of those players you think about that uh maybe Arkansas played or you saw a game that they played up against that you didn't think would be amazing in the NBA, but then they get into that point and you know, they kind of turn it on and become really great. So uh, I'm sure that there's a few players of that. But I as far as recent history though, Zach Eady might be the best college college basketball player that's going to be playing in Bud Walton Arena in quite some time. Um, again, I can't think of anybody else off the top of my head. Because, like, Oscar Sheboy, I know one player of the year, but I wouldn't have considered him, like, one of the best that's ever come into Bud Walton Arena or into Fayetteville in general. It's a good question, though. It's a good question. Uh, yeah. And the message that says Larry Bird. They played against that's right. State. That's right. Larry Bird. Yeah, I, he was pretty good, I, I hear. It would be cool if they actually played it against like Michigan State too, and would have been able to say that they played that Arkansas played against Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, and Michael Jordan, some of the three all-time greats. That would have been uh, that would have been pretty great. Uh, yeah, Bobby Joe said Akeem Olajuwon. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. There's a few of them that when you play in the conference and you play in the SEC and you play against high-quality uh, teams and schools and all that, uh, those are the things that are going to get brought up of you know great players that you you've gone up against. So, yeah, I think that uh, Arkansas has quite a few. But if you have any more, yeah, keep those coming. I'm interested in that. Also, from uh, the 501, our text line says, Michigan versus Michigan State, Ohio State versus USC in the last week would be really good. I think so. It probably wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't be the same for Michigan, Michigan State. <laughs> uh, Ohio, anybody that plays USC is going to be a big game. Right. You know, they're kind of like Texas. Just They're big brands. But you don't want to take away USC and UCLA at the end of no, the season. No, And I'm sure after how much traveling that those two teams have done, they're probably going to be excited to play each other in the same city instead of having to go halfway across the country. They have a really cool tradition, too, where both teams wear dark uniforms in that game. And uh, it was something that it may have gone away for a bit, but then they brought it back. And even with some of the penalties that are assessed during a game for uniform violations, they were willing to do that to keep that tradition going where – both teams wore those dark jerseys when they faced each other. I do like that because even though they're wearing their home uniforms or whatever, they're such a staunch different in their color scheme that you can you can really tell the difference between both teams because uh, you got the darker color complexion of the the red and the yellow with USC and then UCLA kind of is the brighter blue and the uh, the gold to go along with it. So it works out. What's that rivalry called? I always forget. I still think it should have been the Battle of Los Angeles. That was always a great one, but 
It's got a name. I have to look it up. But yeah, it's still it's they're not going to change that rivalry either. No, and they shouldn't. Mm-mm. Shannon in North Little Rock says, "Don't forget Anthony Davis." Yeah, we mentioned him. Stan in Little Rock says, "Penny Hardaway." It's another great player that they went up against. Absolutely. So yeah, uh, they they didn't play John Wall or uh, any of those Memphis players, but there was a lot of players from Memphis that they would face off against that end up being highly successful. I think that Arkansas played against Kenyon Martin uh, when he was at Cincinnati. Or, he, or no, he was at, who am I thinking of? I think of the, the uh, UMass team. Who, who was on UMass when Calipari was there? Um, I can see his face. I know. Oh. Yeah. I think Arkansas faced off against him, too. That was really good. have to look it up. Uh, it was a 501. Says, Marcus Camby. Marcus Camby. Thank you. Great. Yeah. I think Arkansas also faced off against him. And from the 501 says Allen Iverson. Or Allen Averson? Or is he trying to say Allen Iverson? He's trying to say Iverson. They didn't play against Allen Iverson. Did yeah, they? didn't remember that. Uh, USC, UCLA, crosstown rivalry. Boo. And it says either crosstown rivalry, which is what it's mm-hmm. more known for, but it says or battle for LA. Battle. Yeah, go with battle for LA. Crosstown, uh, that's just doesn't have the same fun uniqueness to it, I guess. Go go with the go with the Battle of LA or the Battle of Los Angeles, whatever it is. That's truly what it is uh, between those two. Which UCLA, kudos to them. They've gotten to be a better football program. They went through some tough times and now they're starting to get a lot more competitive with Chip Kelly being there as the head coach. Because I've always felt like, yeah, USC, great program, one of the better programs, easy to win at. But I never understood why UCLA can't always also be that type of program. You know? Oh, they can. Yeah. Like they have the means to do it. Like they have uh, you know, a, a lot of tradition. They're there in Los Angeles. We know the amount of talent that comes out of the state of California, and I know that they're getting back to it, but I was just always surprised that UCLA never at any point in time over the past, like, 30 years has found a way to, like, compete for a national championship the same way that USC did. I guess it's just about the coaching that you have and the people you have in place. They have some of those same similarities with Ohio State and Michigan where they don't even speak the name of the other school. Like, Ohio State, they'll say the team the up north, north or yeah. whatever, and uh, vice versa, but even with UCLA and, and USC, uh, MJD, Maurice Jones-Drew, whenever he's referring to USC or talking about players from USC, he'll say, yeah, they're from that other school. <laughs> that's that's when you know it's rival when you don't even want to mention their names. That's when you know it's a rivalry. Uh, on our text line, Atomicog, well, he came in with a lot of players. Uh, he says, in no particular order, Larry Bird, James Worthy, Michael Jordan, He's also saying Allen Iverson. I don't remember this. I don't have to look that up if that actually happened. And if it does, I'm, I'm, I need to apologize because I would have thought that would have been an awesome thing uh, to say that uh, Arkansas went up against Allen Iverson. But he also says Sam Perkins, Clyde Drexler, Akeem Olajuwon, Vinny Johnson, Larry Johnson, Stacey Ogman, Jawan Howard, Chris Mullen, Walter Berry. And says they should have played Michigan State and Magic in 1979, except for the cheating bleep refs that called U.S. Reed for traveling <laughs> when he was blatantly tripped. Not that you uh, can continue to remember that and still hold a grudge. Because uh, Allen, Allen Iverson played for Georgetown. Yes. I'm going to have to look that up. That's going to bother me, and I'm going to be so embarrassed if they ended up playing Allen Iverson and I wasn't even aware of it. Because Allen Iverson was also late 90s. Like, 96 or mid-90s, I guess. He was like, 96 is when he got drafted. 96 is when he got drafted, yeah. Okay. Number one overall. Okay, so we'll, you know, we'll look that up and see if we can do that. But, yeah, that, it's pretty a pretty fascinating list there, too. And then also from Twitter, uh, this one comes from Zach. He's talking about the Ohio State-Michigan. He says, that's the most overrated rivalry game in the history of college sports. Really? I get sick and tired of every single year it gets hyped up, but Ohio State won so much that it didn't even seem like being a rivalry. I know that Michigan's won a couple times the past few years, but it doesn't matter because neither of those teams ever win championships. Well, Ohio State's won a couple. And would you say the same about Alabama-Auburn? Alabama has dominated that for quite a bit, mm-hmm. and but it's still a big-time rivalry. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's overrated. Maybe you don't care about it because it's not the SEC, but I wouldn't say it's overrated. I enjoy watching that game. I hate both of them. I hate Ohio State. Uh, more Probably more so than Michigan. So I probably find myself rooting for Michigan because I don't hate them as much. But there's no doubt that knowing the rivalry and the tradition and the history and you know, it's always it, during the November month when it's cold and there's a little snow going on and... Uh, you know, you're talking about Michigan, the big house, it seats, what, 110,000 people or whatever it is. And Ohio State seats over 100,000 people. Uh, so no matter where it's at, there's a packed out house. And 
Uh, I wouldn't say it's overrated. Maybe in where you're talking about if those teams go on to win championships, they haven't done it as much, but it's certainly been a great game and a great matchup for the most part. Uh, at least over the past decade, for sure. One that happens to be unique to college football would be Texas OU because they don't play the last week of the season. It's one of the few ones that you talk about the biggest rivalry of both teams not playing the final week of the season because there's other you know rivalries that teams have, like we just talked about with Michigan and Michigan State, or um, I, uh, like they don't play each other, but they're not the most heated rival of Michigan. Ohio State is. They're always going to reserve those for the big ones. Uh, down the stretch, because I, I think I actually talked to a, a buddy of mine. There was another game that happens in college football that's an earlier season rivalry game or midseason rivalry game uh, that's considered to be uh, one of the bigger ones for the teams. I'd have to remember who it was, but it doesn't happen often, though. You're right. It'll Texas be interesting to see with Texas OU joining the SEC. Is that something that changes? Because there are a lot of schools that are already locked into their rivalry game at the end of the season, so. Do they end up moving that game because everybody else is locked in? I wouldn't think because I feel like it's going to be Texas, Texas A&M at the end of the season like they used to do it that way. But the question is going to be about Oklahoma. Did they just like they would have to be LSU? It would have to be because LSU, A&M. The only ones left. Yeah, that's, that's the ones that they do at the end of the season. So, yeah, uh, yeah, several messages coming in about Iverson. Sterling says that they did play and, wow. uh, and several others are coming in about the 94-95 season. Okay. And Georgetown won the game handily, 97-79. There are a couple of different scores that are that <laughs> are thrown posted, out. But Georgetown dominated okay. the game where they scored in the 90s and Arkansas scored in the 70s. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm embarrassed. I did not know that. I'm going to have to go up and look at those highlights and see how that went. Obviously, it didn't go well for Arkansas with the final score. But how about that? Yeah, keep those messages coming. And uh, also with the LSU Oklahoma angle, I je- like selfishly I wouldn't want that, but it would make for a great game and a great matchup between two big brand teams at the end of the season. So it would work out for everybody involved. But hey, keep those phone calls and text messages coming, folks. We got more out of bounds on Trash Talk Thursday coming up next. Edgar Award-winning author and Arkansas native Ewa Craner joins the zone every Tuesday, courtesy of Jackalope Cycling. Jackalope Cycling in Russellville is there with bike rentals and service, camping gear, fishing accessories, whatever gets you excited about the outdoors. Ewa Craner Tuesday in the Zone, brought to you by Jackalope Cycling. Check them out online at jackalopecycling.com. Sports Center. Another big domino in conference realignment looks to drop today. It appears the Colorado Buffaloes are on their way back to the Big 12 Conference. The Big 12's presidents and chancellors voted unanimously on a conference call on Wednesday night to accept Colorado as a new member of the league. The vote marks one of the final remaining steps to adding Colorado back into the Big 12. Colorado still has not formally applied for Big 12 membership, but they are expected to approve a move through their board meeting on Thursday afternoon. The move comes as the Pac-12 is less than a year away from their television contract expiring with ESPN and Fox. Also last week, Colorado did not find that Pac-12 Commissioner George Klyavkov provided enough of a strong update on the conference's potential future television contract. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Hey folks, it's Joey and Ryan here. What's up? It's summertime. Hey, we got some great Jeep incentives going on right now. Two point nine percent financing, rebates, discounts on Jeep Grand Cherokee on select models. We've got one point nine incentivized rate plus four thousand dollar rebate. So for all you new Ram Dodge Chrysler Jeep, make that beautiful drive to Heber Springs during the Make This the Summer event, or check us out on the web at RedRiverDodge.com or Red River. We deliver. God bless. If you're looking to update your home decor, then go see our friends at Coffin by Design West. At Coffin by Design West, they have design specialists on staff that can help you with your decisions on any updates to your home. They have over 7,000 square feet of beautiful new home decor pieces such as sofas, dining tables, design throw pillows, lighting, and chairs that arrive daily. For those of you who like the aromatique candles, you can find those and also gift cards located at West Pass Taylor Loop, 14900 Kentrell Road, or go to the web at coffinlumber.com. Attention Saline County car owners who need a free car wash. Splash Car Wash is now open in Bryant, celebrating with free best washes all week long. You'll leave feeling amazing because your ride looks so good and you didn't spend a dime. Free car washes this week only at Splash Car Wash, Reynolds Road in Bryant. 
Join Delta Waterfowl for the Duck Hunters Expo July 28th through the 30th at the Little Rock State House Convention Center. Three action-packed days of exciting demonstrations, seminars, and vendors. Find out more information at DeltaWaterfowlExpo.com. Don't miss it. The FedEx St. Jude Championship returns to TPC Southwind August 9th through the 13th. Don't miss your chance to witness the top 70 players from the PGA Tour season battle it out in the first event of the FedEx Cup playoffs. Only 50 players will make it through Memphis. Don't miss your chance to watch the drama unfold. Daily grounds and upgraded ticket options are on sale now at FedExChampionship.com. This is for the men who never settle, the ones who miss the fairway all day and still pull out the big stick, the type of guys who will always prefer to be behind the grill than in front of the camera, and the men who never let their friends forget about a high school nickname. This is the Lodge mentality. This is Twin Peaks. Who wants to settle for a single TV? With more TVs, bigger screens, plus our fabulous scenic views, there's more to watch at Twin Peaks. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Marmel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumel at their huge new showroom on Maumel Boulevard just off 430. Same great deals, all new location for Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Turn that damn view bump on 103.7 The Buzz. It's a great time to get to Twin Peaks for happy hour, 2 to 7. Later happy hour, 10 to close. Enjoy all the food and drink specials that go along with it. Get a lunch combo starting as low as $7.99. If you want to take some food to go, you can order online, curbside, or to go, courtesy of Postmates, DoorDash, and Uber Eats. Twin Peaks has plenty of seating inside and out, wall-to-wall TVs to check out all the sports action going to be a big weekend for combat sports it's ufc 291 poirier versus gaethje they're fighting for the bmf championship baddest and fill in the rest but boxing terrence crawford taking on earl spence jr so you have big fights big time fights within boxing mma they're going to be going on at the same time twin peaks is the perfect place to watch both of those events and that's going to be this weekend but during the week you can get by and watch some MLB golf tournaments every Thursday. So there's plenty of sporting events taking us in the football season. Fantasy football leagues, they're going to start getting together here soon. And Twin Peaks is a great place to have your fantasy football party. And we'll have more details on that in the weeks to come. It's Twin Peaks. Each drink, scenic views. All right, so we'll set the record straight on this. We're talking about Arkansas and some of the great players that they have played in basketball and I was I was today years old when I realized that they played Allen Iverson in Georgetown. But yeah, it was in the 1994-95 season, November 27th in Memphis at the Pyramid. Arkansas was number one. Georgetown was number 14, and Arkansas won 97 to 79. Coros Williamson had 22 points. Scotty Thurman and Clint McDaniel both had 16 points. Uh, also had uh, Reggie Garnett or Garrett. Reggie Garrett. How about that? 15 points for him. But Allen Iverson in that game had 19 points. It was uh, 5 of 18 from the field, 3 of 8 from 3, 6 of 8 from the free throw line, had uh, 4 rebounds, only 2 assists, but 8 turnovers for AI. For uh, So that was uh, apparently a good performance out of Arkansas. Never knew that. And there's highlights on it and everything. That's a that's a pretty cool deal. Pretty cool deal. Because uh, was Allen Iverson in school? How many years was he in school? Was it 3, 4 years, or was he just a one nah, and done? No, he wasn't there for 4 years for sure. Okay. I wouldn't think, but yeah, that's that's a really cool thing. So thanks for uh, addressing that to all the people on the text line. That's awesome. Uh, let's go to the phone line, Sterling's in Center Ridge. What's up, Sterling? Oh, nothing much. Uh, he's played at Georgetown for two seasons. Two seasons, Boy, okay. Man. Yeah, uh, John. Don't, John. There's no reason for you to feel embarrassed by you know. I mean, 
I mean, I don't think you was a Rick Schaefer, and like you said, you was eight or nine or whatever you said your age was. I mean, you're more closer to Basil and and Roger when it comes to stepping way down there. You know, <laughs> a little bit before you were paying attention. Well, no, it's so, just I no, I get that. It was just more like I I know that Arkansas played Matt, you know, Larry Bird and Michael Jordan. Like I w- knew about those and seen highlights of it. I just for some reason I guess the the Allen Iverson thing escaped me. That's all. But no, I I get what you're saying. I don't say nobody nobody cares about 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 all that. But anyway, I want to know what your what y'all predictions on on the fights this weekend. Uh, I, I I'm really looking forward to it. This is a big, big uh, sports weekend. You know, we're getting close to the trade deadline. And I know a lot of people say it's a dog days and it's bored, but uh, the, I mean, if you, uh, I mean, if you're a sports fan, I mean, maybe you're a football fan, and not a sports fan, but if you're a sports fan, it's still, it's still enough to hold you over until until we get off into the football season. So, y'all just give me y'all thoughts on the those those days are behind us, though, as far as deep into the summer because. Everything is starting to pick up at this point. Like a couple of weeks ago, that was probably the slowest point. But there are so many different sports game. going on that, yeah, we're we're right around the corner from football, and it'll be here. But everything is starting to pick up now. As far as the fights, uh, UFC 291, I'm going to go with Poirier over Gaethje. And then Terrence Crawford, Earl Spence Jr., going with Terrence Crawford. And I'm going to agree with Joe because he knows a lot more about it than me. So I'm going to trust his judgment on it. Oh, and uh, and uh, and uh, Rebecca, my good friend. I love Patrick Mahomes, but uh, a pay cut. <laughs> hey, 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 Rod. Tell you what, but taking a pay cut for the team is that that's taking a pay cut, seventeen and a half per year. Yeah, that that's that's taking a pay cut. Hey, Sterling, you know, what what do you think about the fight? So, who do you have? Oh, uh, I'm I'm I totally agreement with you on on, on both counts. Uh, uh, I just this uh, this been doing a lot of talking. I've been hearing a lot of people. Going, Social media, he's getting more support than I thought he would. But uh, I'm going with the, the old boy from Omaha. You know, Omaha got a fine tradition. Girls say uh Bob Gibson and uh, Crawford's trying to hang that banner up for, for Omaha, Nebraska, which Arkansas will be there next summer winning the College World Series. There you go. Hear that stand the Tiger Bait? Y'all guys have a great day. Oh, and Navy. Navy, that's for you too, Navy. Y'all guys have a great day. <laughs> See you, Sterling. Appreciate it, Sterling. Thanks for calling in. Uh, also, from uh, we were talking about that game, Billy says on our text line, too, that apparently a fight broke out during that tournament that was there at the Pyramid in Memphis. So, I don't know. Uh, what, I'm sure that that, was a, that came from it. I don't know what it was. But, I'll have to, again, I want to check all this out. I want to research this. I was not aware of it. But, yeah, that's, uh, that's uh, pretty interesting stuff. Also... This uh, comes from the 501. It says, hey, Joe, do you know if Saracen Casino is showing the boxing match this weekend? Don't know that for sure. But we can yeah, find we'll out. check into it. Now, you can definitely wager on Bet Saracen and uh, get some great odds there. But as far as showing the fight, we'll, we'll check into it. Also, the Asher Record Life Fan Feedback, Brandon says, will Arkansas ever wear the white top jerseys with red pants again? I always thought that was a cool look when they would do that. Well, I think I feel like they've done that here recently with the red, assuming you're talking about football. Uh, yeah, I've always felt like they've done that a few times with the red pants. I don't know. I was never a huge fan of the red pants because sometimes the red would be so bright it would look like Georgia. The red's done right. I'm all for it. Maybe they'll bring it back. We'll pass it along, Brandon, and see if uh, see if we can uh, get Coach Pittman on the line and have that happen for you. So, and also uh, from the 501. Okay, yeah, he's talked about. The uh, the fight nearly breaking out, and then also this comes from Lee on our text line it says, "Looks like Otani is staying with the Angels this year. Just got done pitching an eight inning game gym again today. His statement was that he wants to try and make the playoffs with the Angels before free agency. Have to respect him. Uh, Flaherty for St. Louis pitched great last night, and a lot of people want him, but Cardinals haven't made a deal yet. So it makes me think that they're trying to work a long term extension for him." Has Baz and Roger caught any fish at Little Red? I am not sure, but we will keep you updated on uh, if they've caught any fish down there. Or, actually, they'll be the first ones to tell you if they ended up catching any fish down there. So, thanks for the, uh, thanks for the text there, Lee. Uh, i got a few people that are uh, chiming in here on our text line, or on our phone line, so let's get to that, too. Jeremy's in Russellville. What's up, Jeremy? Hey, how's it going? Going good, man. Good. Uh, 
I'm all right. Uh, I just wondered, like, like we got the the Dan Enos, the new offensive coordinator. So, do we, does when we get a uh, new offensive coordinator today, do they bring all the same play? Like, will we be running what Maryland was running last year for his offense? I'm sure there's a lot of elements that they do bring that will be similar to what they do. I don't think it's everything because Dan Enos has even said it multiple times that he kind of looks at the personnel that he has and the strengths and the weaknesses and bases a lot of the play calling and the schemes on that. So they'll probably be maybe the foundation and the basis from it. But as far as looking identical to it, uh, I don't know if it'll be that the case. Okay. That's, that's all I got. That's what I was wondering. All right. Appreciate the phone call, Jeremy. Thanks a lot. Mm, a good one. I mean, that's kind of the way it is, I think, with all offensive coordinators who come into – at least that's what they say. All right, guys, we're going you know, to be flexible. We're going to you know, go to our strengths of what we have. But, you know, there's always going to be some coaches who love running everything out of shotgun. Some coaches ro- love running one backs or pistols or, you know, uh, doing having a fullback. Like, there's, there's different variations on that. Uh, but it, they're going to adhere to whatever strength that they have with that team itself. At least that's what they should do. Uh, let's go to Billy, who's on the line. What's up, Billy? Yes, sir. How you doing? Doing great, Good. Billy. I was just I was just going to tell y'all. I think it was the second season, or the uh, the the year after we won the national championship. I think it was Clint McDaniel's. It was a big build up. I think it was the second year or the second round of the uh, tournament, and it was. John Thompson and Nolan Richardson, and it was who had the toughest team. And towards the end of it, uh, I think it was Clint McDaniels put the put the tennis shoe to the chest of somebody, and there was a big deal whether he would get to play the next game. Hmm. And I think it was the year they lost or came in runner-up. Yeah, it was that season for sure that uh, they ended up yeah having that uh, season where they were the runners up. But yeah, uh, but I think it was the second. I think it was the second game, but it was a big, it was a big build up because Georgetown was a tough team or a tough um, defensive team. Arkansas was a uh, tough defensive team, and it was a big build up. And um, but yeah, we we beat Allen out. See, that's again. I was today years old when I learned that, so I, I appreciate you giving it some context. Well, you tell Sterling from Center Ridge, I played basketball and baseball against him. Tell him he don't know everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you probably just told him yourself, Billy. But we'll let him know. All right. Well, you be sure. <laughs> All right, we will do. Appreciate the phone call, man. All right. See you. Yeah, have a good one. Yeah, I was uh, watching the one of the highlights on YouTube of uh, just trying to, to see the game itself and. Yeah, it was, uh, first off, it was interesting color combinations there, but people also may have forgotten that Arkansas and Georgetown played each other the year before in the NCAA tournament, the year Arkansas won the national championship. So yes, they th- did. that was the second round there, and then the next year is when they played them in the BCA Classic uh, in the early part of the season in November, late November, when Georgetown was 14th ranked. So Arkansas is actually 2-2 two and two against Georgetown as uh, they were able to win those two games in 94-95. They lost to them in 1984 and 85. Ugh, by a final score of 56 to 39. Gross. And then they played each other in the first round of the 2000 2001 NCAA tournament, and they lost 63 61. I believe that was that the year Joe Johnson was there? 2000 2001? Yeah, that would have been the year that yeah. he was there. Okay. So, uh, yeah, but they lost that. So, yeah, they have a 2 and 2 record against Georgetown. And uh, really, good, really interesting stuff. Appreciate everybody chiming in on that. Uh, we're going to have your Razor Hog update presented. By uh, True Service coming up. And of course, we'll have more phone calls and text messages. Keeping it moving on a Trash Talk Thursday. You're on Out of Bounds, so stay with us. Allow us to introduce ourselves. We are Big O Tires. However, we might as well go by Big O Tires, alignments, batteries, brakes, oil changes, suspensions, and free visual inspection upon arrival because we do all that and more. But that name seems a little long and it won't fit on our sign. 
Now at Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot, take $100 off select sets of tires. That's right. Save $100 right now off select sets of tires and get tires, service, and straight talk at Big O Tires. Hey, folks. Wild Bill here with Magic Mark at Motorsports Authority in Hot Springs and Russellville. Folks, we're kicking off our third annual Sizzling Summer Sell-Off, and my goodness, do we have the inventory. That's right, Bill. We've got the best inventory we've ever had. Not going to last long. Terrains, rogues, forerunners, pilots, escapes. And don't forget, we say yes. Come see us. We've got plenty of financing options for you to get you in the vehicle of your dreams. And if you can't make it to one of our locations, you can always visit us online at msastore.com. Do you need Rainwater Holton Sexton? Anywhere in the state, dial 8-888-8888. It really is just that easy. If you've been injured and need help, it doesn't matter where in Arkansas you are. Just dial 8-888-8888. We'll come to you. I'm Mike Rainwater of Rainwater Holton Sexton. We have been thankfully serving Arkansans for years, and we appreciate the trust you've put in us. We work hard for you, Arkansas, each and every day. Anywhere in the state, dial 8. Join the zone each weekday for the Entertainment Report, brought to you by Bell and Sword of Conway. Find out the very latest breaking news and entertainment each day on the zone. Justin, Wes, and Christian will dish out what the stars and celebrities have going on, and you can catch it every day. Bell and Sword has everything for the best dressed man. From boots to suits, check them out on Facebook or Instagram. Bell and Sword at 1020 West Oak Street in Conway. Hello, this is Sidney Moncrie, former Razorback and NBA player. I know what it means to be strong defensively. You can help your team win. When it comes to COVID-19, your best defense is a COVID-19 vaccine. Getting the vaccine makes you a true team player, helping protect those people around you, especially those at high risk. So when it's your turn, don't miss your shot. I know I didn't. Sponsored by this station, the Arkansas Broadcasters Association and UAMS. Hey, it's Howie from Robert Owen Jewelers, and I'm excited to announce that we've got our second location in the area now open in the Pleasant Ridge Town Center in Little Rock. If you're looking for an engagement ring, come check out the meant-to-be guarantee. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices, Robert Owen Jewelers, or online at rijewelers.com. What's up, y'all? Clint Sterner here. Look, when it comes to health, there are numbers every man simply needs to know, including our testosterone number. I recommend going to Low T Center. They make it quick. They make it easy to get your levels checked, and it's only $25. You walk in, take a simple blood test, and with their on-site lab, you'll know results in about 25 minutes. Low testosterone levels can make you feel tired and grumpy, can cause lack of motivation and drive, and can raise your cholesterol, cause weight gain, and loss of muscle mass. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. This radio commercial was made to convince you to stop speeding. We can't use law enforcement siren sound effects on the radio, so we'll use other equally jarring sound effects to get your attention, like telling you if you get a speeding ticket, it doesn't end there. You have to pay expensive fines. You can't go to your friend's wedding because that also costs money. And your insurance rates could increase. See? We didn't have to use law enforcement sirens after all. Getting a speeding ticket has consequences. Sooner or later, speeding catches up with you. Brought to you by the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office. Join Drive Time Sports each weekday for the Trey Biddy Report. Brought to you by Asher Wrecker and Recovery. Find out the latest on the Razorback recruits and all the D1 prospects in the state each weekday. It's the Trey Biddy Report on Drive Time Sports. Presented by Asher Wrecker and Recovery. Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. How's my protege? Jeremy. Yeah. He... J-Bone. J-Bone is, believe it or not, he's getting married. What? (laughs) What an idiot. Oh, what a loser! Good, good. More for me and you. On 103.7 The Buzz. Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sport be- sports betting app. Bet Saracen is as close as your cell phone. Just go to the App Store and download the Bet Saracen app or go to betsaracen.com. MLB, golf, and great in game and prop bets. Plenty of specials going on at Bet Saracen. Combat sports on display this weekend. Terrence Crawford and Earl Spence Jr. Terrence Crawford is minus 145. Earl Spence Jr. plus 110. UFC 291. 
Poirier is minus 145, and Justin Gaethje is plus 125. Those are some of the odds you can get on the BetSaracen app, but whatever the sport is, you can get great wagering odds on BetSaracen. For the most accurate and up-to-date sports wagering info, you need to be on the BetSaracen app. It's simple. Just go to the App Store, download the BetSaracen app, or go to BetSaracen.com. Be sure to check out the video of How to Play featuring Jancy Sheets. It is a Trash Talk Thursday, and of course, 870 had to text in and say it's Thursday and I still hate Ole Miss. So it's, uh, that's going to be the thing that's going on for the 870 until football season arrives. They're just all the time hating on Ole Miss. I'm here for it, though. Trash Talk Thursday. That's right. right in. That's, I mean, that's what we do. That's what we do here, and you got to... Got to keep that going as well. Uh, Razor Hog update will happen. It's kind of a short one because there ain't much going on. However, uh, we do have a very important update. An update from somebody that, uh, you know, we've always really cherished everything they had to say because we know with Aaron Rodgers taking the pay cuts and the story of that, it's a big deal. And it's something that everybody's talking about and everyone has opinions on. But we always like to hear from former NFL players, especially when it comes to something like this. So, I mean, what better person to hear from in their opinion on Aaron Rodgers than our very own O.J. Simpson? Hello, Twitter world. This is yours truly. It makes no sense. It doesn't fit. Orenthal James Simpson not guilty of the crime of murder. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. I'm just saying. Take care. It's time for the wit and wisdom of O.J. Simpson. Hey, Twitter. Oh, no, not Twitter. Hey, X world. <laughs> it's me, yours truly. Well, let me tell you something. I couldn't be more of a fan of Aaron Rodgers. I never thought I could be more of a fan because I became a fan of his uh, when he was in college playing against USC when he was playing for Cal. It must have been two or three minutes left to go in the game before he threw his first incomplete pass. Fortunately, USC was able to pull that game out. But I was saying, geez, boy, how lucky am I? This guy's going to go to the 49ers, you know, the team that I've cheered from since I was like uh, four, rather, since I was like eight years old. Uh, of course, the 49ers took Alex Smith instead of Rodgers. One of the all-time big mistakes. Uh, with all due respect to Alex, he had a decent career. But, of course, we know. Um, we talk all-time. When you're talking all-time, Aaron Rodgers' name is in there. But I know what, uh, what he did yesterday. Taking 30 to $35 million less so that the team could have more money to spend on other players. Hey, that's Tom Brady-ish. You know, I know he's got a lot of money anyway, but still. That is saying something. I guess he wants to be like um, Peyton Manning, who changed teams at the end of his career, won a Super Bowl. Tom Brady changed teams at the end of his career, won a Super Bowl. Um, Matthew Stafford changed teams at the end of his year uh, of his career and won a Super Bowl. So I'm, I'm assuming that's what he's thinking, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he do it because he's got some terrific young talent. Uh, I can't say. Goodbye right now. I can't go off the air right now. But I once again talking about the running backs. I hope you realize since 2017, uh, with franchise tasks, ta- uh, franchise guys being franchised, <laughs> the only position that's gone down in money, and we didn't even talk about inflation, just down in sheer money since 2017 is the running back position. Something's got to be done to make it a little more equitable. And my suggestion, once again, is don't apply the franchise tag to running backs. The best that I could come up with. Hey, way to go, Aaron. I'm going to be cheering for you. I'll be cheering for you simply because you did that. <laughs> All right. Still go Bills. Go Niners. Take care. All right. Thanks, OJ. Got, uh, got his take on uh, the Aaron Rodgers situation there. And uh, he's happy. He's excited. He's rooting for Aaron Rodgers because of what he did. As far as the running backs, though, not franchising any running backs, not sure that that's going to happen where they just remove the franchise tag on that position only and then they're able to franchise every other position. Not happening. Mm-mm. I will say in that clip, I'm not trying to say there's anything crazy, but O.J. sounded a little happier. A little like more, he talked a little faster. He was a little bit more energized. Maybe played a great round of golf or something like that because he, he sounded like he was he hyped up. He did sound like he was on the course somewhere, mm-hmm. which he usually is. Yeah, I mean, that's I, I just feel like that's where he lives. Uh, that's that's all he does. And, uh, yeah, he just wants to let everybody know. And he's still about – he has so he has a TikTok, but he doesn't really post much to TikTok. He's tried it. He does a few things. So I guess his – and he doesn't have Instagram or anything. So I guess his deal is just like Twitter's – or X, as he put it, is his spot where he just puts his videos up. 
and nowhere else, but gives his thoughts and opinions <laughs> on all things going on in the sports world, especially uh, in the NFL. Check out OJ on TikTok. Imagine that. Yeah, what a world. What a, what a time to be alive when we're talking about OJ Simpson being on TikTok. But it is a thing, and it's not just him doing those videos, too. If you do go check it out, it's actually him like doing TikTok stuff, like memes, and it's it's very... Uh, it's very OJ. It's very OJ. It's on brand. Uh, we just got a few minutes here. Let's go ahead and get your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you. Touchdown, Arkansas! Arkansas wins the national championship! The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season! On by 90! This is your Razor Hog update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. All right, so for your Razor Hog update, again, not a whole lot going on, but we did mention yesterday of Arkansas playing Purdue in an exhibition charity game where all proceeds will be donated to the relief of the Arkansas Tornadoes uh, that came through here earlier this year. So really a great deal. However, uh, another game that I can't remember if we announced it yesterday or not, but another game Arkansas has been able to put on the schedule. Not as uh, great as far as the star power, but still the schedule starting to come together. Alcorn State will be uh, the game that Arkansas opens up against in their regular season November 6th in Fayetteville. And so uh, they're going to have that added to the mix, and I'm sure the schedule will be coming out officially here in just a few weeks. But also on the Arkansas football side of things, the Arkansas Hog Wild Hangouts. We talked to Dudley Dawson about that earlier this week as far as who's going to be attending, and uh, a lot of players, a lot of players are going to be into the mix. As far as the committed player goes, you got K.J. Jackson, Courtney Crutchfield, C.J. Brown, Noreal White, Julius Pope, Kobe Branham, Kavion Henderson, Charleston Collins, Akari Johnson, Tevis Metcalf, and Grayson Wilson, who are all going to be there, as well as Braylon Russell, the newest commitment to Arkansas, 2024 running back. And then of the uncommitted players, you got Jeremy Cook, Justin Logan, Lance Jackson, Devin Harper, Elijah Melendez, Alexander Shield Knight, Marcus Wimbler, Wimberly, Colton Yarborough, and Trajarian Ball. Really great players, and it's a big weekend for Razorback football to try to get some of these guys not only to remain committed and stay committed, but uh, you got a lot of four stars into the mix there to try to make their commitment to Arkansas for the 2024 season. So there you have it. There is your Razor Hog update. Presented by True Service, we'll take a break. Top of the hour update coming up. Aaron Torres of FoxSportsRadio.com. He'll be joining us. As we'll talk to him about all the things going on in the sports world that we've discussed. A little NFL, a little basketball action there, too. And we'll keep it moving around here on a Trash Talk Thursday on Out of Bounds with the third hour coming up next. Stay with us. Tune in each weekday morning from 6 to 10 for Morning Mayhem with David Basil, Roger Scott, Justin Moore from the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studios. Like Oakland Racing Casino Resort on Facebook and stay up to date with news and special promotions. Join Delta Waterfowl for the Duck Hunters Expo July 28th through the 30th at the Little Rock State House Convention Center. Three action-packed days of exciting demonstrations, seminars, and vendors. Find out more information at deltawaterfowlexpo.com. 